What's going on, everybody? We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what do you got going on this week, bro? Ryan, this week, I will be taking my bi-weekly segment, Good, Bad, and the Interesting, and I'm going to be making a slight tweak to it in the hopes that we can do some good for people out there. And I am hoping we can have a nuanced discussion about what's happening in Cuba. What about you, Ryan? What are you going to be talking about? This week, I get some deep, dark secrets off my chest and is text messaging killing relationships? I started with some preconceived notions and then only researched those. So come and get my opinion. You ready? I'm addicted to everything, Tyler. Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to everything. There's nothing in my life that I can't weaponize. It's insane. (laughs) It's interesting terminology to use, but okay. All right. I mean, I'm not... If it's good, I want more. And I recognize it at this point in my life as a problem. And I've made leaps and bounds to curtail some of that behavior and be aware of it. You absolutely have. But it won't leave me alone, Tyler. It won't leave me alone. And all things are so good. And they fill that hole that I have deep, deep, deep inside of me. Mm. That's why I'm so shallow. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Well said. Thank you. Well said. But I don't think you're that shallow. I think you have some some uh, uh, resonating factors from your uh, early years that that can be shallow. But I don't think you as a person are shallow. I was going for the poetic deep and shallow there. I, I, I got it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that I really, I, I have shadow. I have shallow tendencies. Also shadow tendencies. If we're totally honest. I was going to say, you're making it sound like a dark, uh, dark art superpower. <laughs> if I knew Latin, I would turn you into a frog. Witchcraft. So there are certain things. A lot of them we have talked about. Uh, clear eyes. Little product placement here. I'm addicted to clear eyes. Yeah, you are. It soothes me. I have now begun to take it. Okay. Shameful admission. Who knows? I have now begun to take it. Stick the cap into the air conditioner vent of my car and drive around with it for a little while so that when I do put them in my eyes, they are ice cold, Tyler, and soothe my my medulla oblongata. I mean, I can't fault you for that. That's a that's actually a pretty genius move. Guy hack. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of anything that you are uh, that you're addicted to that isn't, you know, methamphetamine? Like, can you think of anything that you use uh, maybe that back scratcher. I mean, I don't, is there anything that no, pops up in your no. mind? I mean, everybody out there should pour one out for my back scratcher because it goes through a hell of a time, You've but I worn it down, but I, yeah, but I wouldn't call it an addiction. Like, uh, and I know this may sound silly to a lot of people, but I lose myself in video games. That oh, is my, sure. my way to, of de- uh, disassociating. It's a higher state of consciousness. It is not a higher Lower state, of, state consci- of consciousness. <laughs> Somebody's got to mind those crafts. You, brother. you, you're able to, uh, you know, ostensibly turn your brain off, yep. you know, so to speak, and and not think about the world's problems. Although you got to come back to reality sometime, and they are waiting for I'm you. I'm going to disagree, Tyler. <laughs> you ever heard of Fortnite? You ever heard of alcohol? <laughs> um, all right. Podcasts. I immerse myself in podcasts to a, a terminal velocity, Tyler. Mm-hmm. It is, I am always speaking against watching TV and movies and stuff like that, but I intake a shitload of podcasts. Well, you know, and this is a stat that I wish I could say verbatim, but I think I got it from the same show that we always get our information from, the Levitard show. Sure. But they had said something about uh, podcasts making about a billion dollars in revenue while advertising on TV, the traditional way, is still in like, I think the $30 billion range. Sure. But- because Spotify sees the writing on the wall and whatnot, it's headed in the opposite direction. Well, television is is on its final days, isn't but it? But it's still pulling in thirty billion in ad revenue, so it's still that's that's not something to to bat an eye at. But that's because the powers that be are invested in that. Much like we can make cars that don't need gas, but the people who are making the decisions are making the cars. Absolutely, but it, just like those electric cars, it's only a matter of time. Oil maybe slower it's on the way out i i am so glad that you said that oh the world addicted to oil and that brings me back to our final point what i'm addicted to 
Drugs, Tyler. Yeah. Friggin' drugs. Yeah. Dude, if God didn't want me to drink, why would he make me so much more interesting when I'm drunk, Tyler? That's actually a wildly what good point. What is the deal with that? Uh, why would he make me so fun on cocaine, Tyler? I don't get it. Um, Why would he make you so fun on cocaine? <laughs> you're, you're running that through your mind, making sure that it's not too dangerous, yeah, aren't you, Tyler? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of uh, how to answer this satire. properly. Satire. This show is satire, Tyler. Listen. It is a coping mechanism. Video games, sex, drugs, alcohol, which is a drug. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. If you do it in order to disassociate, it's a drug, man. You're absolutely right. We were just having this conversation about people who don't, if it's not hardcore drugs, they don't think of it as an addiction when you could be addicted to anything. Uh, you could be addicted to gambling. You could be addicted to relationships you get oh addicted addicted to your own emotions some people are so addicted to that to that anger or find so much solace as i have done in my past of uh being a victim that that you you almost don't want to change because you identify with that so strongly when it comes to getting ahead of the good shit my name is ryan and my name is tyler and we are those guys you hate Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that slept like shit. <laughs> to my left, oh, long it, dong it. Oh, oh, that's long, dong, boy. I think that's oh, enough of an introduction. Long, no. Just, just Tyler is fine. Long, <laughs> or, or if you must. Long it, dong it. If you must, Mr. Long Dong oh, to you. Man. Okay. I love it when we take our real life and bring it onto the show. That is something I've been doing to you for the last week. You guys think I'm just weird on this show? This is our actual relationship, and somebody should call the cops. The difference is, is that you just say it to me in our real life, and here you're introducing me in that way. As a long <laughs> I mean, you're not uh, wrong, necessarily. On today's show, texting, texting, it's no fun. Texting, texting, hurt someone. And later on today's show, I have a good, bad, and the interesting, and we are going to talk about what I wanted to call hero of the week, but those bastards at uh, last podcast on the left stole that from us. They're constantly taking our ideas before we have them. It's real shit move. It's really unfortunate and it upsets me, but you know what? <laughs> There's plenty of space here for us to share. It's not a big deal. Uh, well, until we build up our troops and then we go and attack them. Get them. <laughs> Tyler. Um, they have their own show going on over there. It's very specific. Last podcast on the left. If you like the spooky, ooky stuff, very good. Serial killers, alien abductions. That kind sure. Of Bigfoot. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Three, three comedians ostensibly all chopping it up, having a good old time. Stop listening to this and go listen to them. Sure. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I assume that I didn't even have to say that. What are you still doing here? You idiot. We have no ideas. They're fucking really funny. Um, I've got some ideas. Now, here's the purpose of our show. Now, we cover some of that stuff sometimes, but it's not our bread and butter. Yeah, sure. This show, what what would you just, we've been, we've been really struggling trying to place it over the last I, couple of weeks. I mean, I do enjoy, although it doesn't really define us, I do enjoy calling it a variety show. I mean, we just do a variety of entertainment and, and hopefully you learn something in the process. Well, here's my illusions of grandeur, Tyler, okay? Because everything in the universe through my prism, mm-hmm is made for me. Everything is set for me. Everybody is just playing a part like the Truman Show, trying to get me the information that I need. Well, okay? from, from your perspective, that is technically true. I'm the only perspective that I've ever had, Tyler. So that's, really, I'm the main character. That's what I'm saying. So with that being said, this show is a, a vestige of that. And what I mean by that is it's me trying to learn myself, me coming to terms with myself, me not being a fake person, me being the real Ryan Menendez that I was born as, Tyler. I, I prefer fake Ryan Menendez. Oh, it's too late. It's too late. I've already, I'm already all in. So I'm going to admit to something here, okay? This oh. isn't a shameful admissions. This isn't, this is me coming clean. And I know I'm going to get some kickback on this, but I don't care. I don't care. This is truly me being myself. This is like me doing shameful admissions and you getting worried. No, I, I am worried because... Let me just take my defensive posture. I'm actually admitting this on the show, Tyler. Go ahead. You're, you're, I'm going to see if you could guess. Do you know what I've recently gotten into? What? Scat. What? Scat. 
What? I, I listen. I know. I know. I almost feel embarrassed to admit it, Tyler. Ryan, you don't admit that out loud, man. I, I know. But listen, I know that I'm going to receive blowback, and that's fine. And all you guys can lie about it. But I used to think it was disgusting. But dude, then I tried it out, and I honestly think it's a lot better than you would think. Hepatitis. No, no, no. It's a lot cleaner than you would think. I love to just sit in it, bro. Okay. I love to just sit and scat. Okay, but stop saying that. What? What's the problem? Disgusting. It's disgusting. Tyler. You can poop all over you? Tyler. What? You can poop on you? Tyler. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about the Sarasota County area transit, Tyler. They put a lot of money in to clean it up, and you will definitely not get hepatitis. It is incredible what they've done over there, and I'm happy to sit in it whenever they want. So thank you, Scat. We appreciate you. Let's do the depression index. What the depression index is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how much scat we have. Tyler, how are you pooping this week, bro? Uh, that's an unfortunate acronym. They should probably work to change that. What do you, I don't understand what it is that you're talking about. You just about. made a poop joke, all right? Could you have this joke make sense, please? Tyler, Jeez. I never heard of the thing I told you about before the show. Stop it. Now, very quickly, before you get into it, Tyler, I promised you last week that I, because you did, went seven days with your pills, you got, you did not like this pill sound. It is pretty shitty. It's shitty. It's terrible. It's a terrible sound. What do you think about this one? Better, but I mean, that's close to being a maraca. How, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Tyler. You're so hard to please. That's fair. How many that's days fair. did you take your pills this week? Uh, this week, I missed yesterday. What? This week, it has been six. All right, we'll give you six. <laughs> Good for you, bro. I hope you look forward to that every week because I want it to be special. I got to find you one, man. I got to find you one. This makes me so sad for Stop you. Stop trying to take over the show. I'm so sad for you. <laughs> My depression index, the number just went up. Uh, this week... I'm going to go ahead and say that it has been overall a really good week, Ryan. I wow. found that, um, man, and this is going to make me sound like a straight up kook. I found, uh, much like we talk, where uh, where the pain is physically coming from. When I'm feeling emotional pain, I'm learning to look into my body and see where the physical pain is coming from and honestly try to release it. And the idea, and I know how this sounds. I, I, I want to stop you just very quickly. There's so many people out there. We're listening to you say those words. I was just about to address it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just playing the voice of the, of, course. of the audience. What the fuck are you talking about? It's just finding the connection between the emotional and physical distress because emotional pain has a physical resonation in the body. Now, so if I'm the layman, I would say to you, how could that possibly, what is the connection between your feelings and your physical body anybody who's ever had an anxiety slash panic attack knows exactly what i'm talking well about. i guess anybody who's ever been excited you feel it in your chest you've ever been in love it's a physical feeling very well said you absolutely in your pants you know it man. <laughs> you know what fear is in that situation you have met fear <laughs> and looked it in the eye it wasn't a fart tyler <laughs> Yeah, and it's and think about it. Think about like you said when you get excited or when you get really sad and you can almost feel the weight on your shoulders. When you get angry, you can feel your face getting physically hot. So why not believe that when you're feeling really really sad, that's having a physical reaction in your body and you can literally go looking for it. You know, I the thing is, and, and this is a real juxtaposition here and I'm having trouble working it out. I believe in everything that you just said. But I hate that you're saying it. Yep. You sound like an asshole. Get off your high horse, man. You yep. think you're better than me? There, you think you're better than me? There is a voice in my head as I'm saying all this that's saying in my head, that's bullshit. Yeah. What you're saying right now is total bullshit, yeah. bro. Horseshit. But you know what the idea is, is? Is there's faith involved. And once you experience that's it, it. I'm back out. And, and once you experience it, you know that it's real. And there's no other choice. There's no other choice. Your body is balled up like an old lady's arthritic fist. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. This week, I am at a four. Spin that wheel, time. One, two, three, four. Yes. Did you say five? I thought you were at a four. I did. I think I needed to do an extra one because I'm actually at a five. You leave that's, one spin on for savings. That's my subconscious being honest with everybody. Freudian. Because my consciousness lies, Ryan. 
How you feeling this week? Do you right? ask me? I, I just, I didn't, do you normally ask me? I or? went into panic mode. So I'm like, I. what do I say? I'm like, man, we're going to have to edit this out because this is super awkward. Does he say something to me? <laughs> do I say something to him? I don't know. Ryan, how do you feel this week? None of your fucking business, Tyler. <laughs> All right, let me gay this up. I think I just say gay it up. That's what it is. You I say, say gay, gay it up. up. Yeah. Wow, so weird. weird. Out of rhythm. Okay, so, <laughs> what? Uh, so, it's funny that you say that because I had this loaded up for this week's depression index. Tyler, have you ever heard the term allostatic load? I hope I'm saying that right. Allostatic load. No. Okay, what that is, it's the wear and the tear on the body, which accumulates as an individual is exposed to repeated and chronic stress. Yes, so okay. it is the wear on your nervous system, on your... Literally the cells of your body yes. that make up your body. Exactly right. Yep. It's, it's a big old fancy science word that says what I've been saying all along. Reality isn't real. You could change your physiology with your mind. I was going to end the whole thing with my new phrase, change your body, change your mind. Okay. Which I love. That I, is pretty good. I, I change your body, change your mind is going to be I like that. the tagline of those thighs you hate. He's already mailed it to himself. Don't get any yeah, ideas. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> Talking to you last podcast on the left. Now, Stop taking our ideas <laughs> and being wildly more successful with them. You deserve it. But then this happened to me this week, and this is where I'm going to change it to something that really resonates with me. Really, I'm talking about both humanly. There's a guy at the gym that is super friendly. He and I have talked. I go in there in a very specific frame of mind, let's just say, when I go to the gym. So I have hit this guy with some extreme kook talk what we're discussing right now absolutely i go in i always meditate before i go to the gym so when i get there sometimes i am in this crazy mental state and it's awesome for me so he asked me about it and i was very honest okay totally lost this guy he now completely avoids me mm -hmm. okay he is just like he'll do anything to stay away from me he thinks you're a weirdo now. which is my greatest fear i'm just learning this right now is my greatest fear being myself and being rejected for it okay and this is the difference in perception that we are talking about all the time. Instead of looking at it and saying rejected, because ladies and gentlemen, I will I, change for this. I, <laughs> just tell me who you want me to be. I, you just, dude, if you just write down a list of what to say, I'll say it, man. That is so, even as a joke, that is so unhealthy. That is so Have you unhealthy. been talking to my dad? <laughs> listen, I'm telling you that that, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it was hard for me to grow out of this. And I'm dead serious when I say this. It was hard for me to accept that not everybody's going to like me. It doesn't matter how likable you are. It doesn't matter how nice you are. It doesn't matter how kind you are. There's going to be somebody out there that dislikes you. And so when somebody rejects you, as you said, that asshole. maybe that's just a way of, of the person that wouldn't be good for you. You and somebody being around you, uh, you got to avoid that, like dodged a bullet, so to speak. Well, I hate him. Here's where I wanted to bring that point. Mm -hmm. This is the difference between people who succeed and don't succeed. People who succeed don't let failure stop them. I could look at that as a failure and say, hey, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to open myself up like that. Look at what happens. Or let's say you're meditating every day and you miss a day. And then the next day you're like, ah, man, I fucking I fucked up and I didn't meditate yesterday. Fuck it. That was always my thing. And that's why I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. The people who succeed say, hey, I messed up yesterday. Look, this didn't work out with this guy. I'm not going to stop being myself. I am a kook. That ain't going to change. You guys fucking know that. I have had an incredible week, man. I'm not going to stop kissing random dudes, so what's this guy's problem? I wish you... Could you at least make him random? You got me like six times last week. <laughs> this week, Tyler, I, dude, I have felt incredible. I am going through such a great moment. It could Yuck. change tomorrow, but I'm loving it. I am learning to be myself while being honest and moral, and I'm really, really proud of myself. I know it disgusts you, but you can fuck off. This week, I'm at it too. One, two, buckle my shoe. Gay? I told you at the very beginning. Very gay. When up. you and I stared at each other like we forgot how to do our own show. And Tyler. you licked your lips for some reason. It was straight. You did it again. it again. You just I'll did it again. Do it again. Tyler, I know this is an audio medium mostly, mm. but I need everybody who's listening to us via podcast to trust me that this is going on. Tyler, I need for you to get on this airplane with me. Just trust me. Just trust me. I, I'm going to take you to where we need to go. Where are we going? Let's go. Just jump on. We can record while we're in there. You uh, ready? Okay. All right, Tyler, we are not going that far. We are going 90 miles south, actually. Tyler, we're going to Cuba, baby. All right, all right. Now, love it. Now, Tyler, I've heard there's a little bit of a kerfuffle going on down here, and I was wondering if maybe you could explain it to me. 
I mean, I kind of know what's going on, but you know, my 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 knowledge of current events are cosmetic in nature. Absolutely, and we will be stumbling through this conversation a little bit because while I have been reading up on it, I am by no means in. An expert on the situation. I put you in a bad position. No, but that's okay. Really, what it comes down to is the people of Cuba, for decades, because that is how long the Castro regime has been in power. Which, as uh, this may seem extreme to people who don't know about the situation, but I mean this quite literally. The Castro regime was Cuba's Hitler, and I and I do not say that lightly or as a joke. I mean that literally. It's a tyrant government. It is a. It is a. Who will lock you up for your beliefs, who will kill you if you become a problem, who you don't know if your neighbors are on the side of the government. There's spies everywhere. You don't know who to trust. And anybody at any time can come by, pick you up from your house, and you will never be seen again. Now, now we're speaking about this. um, I'm sure a lot of people are like, what do you care? Number one, we're down in Miami. We're as close to it. We live in Cuban communities. And number two, our father actually came from Cuba when he was 14 years old to a to escape exactly what it is that we're talking about. If Correct. it wasn't for this, we wouldn't exist. Absolutely. Maybe we should start praising it, Tyler. Have you thought of that? <laughs> Wait, praising what? Well, we thanked, we, we apologized to Bill Cosby last night. You day. apologized <laughs> to Bill Cosby. Tyler, I, I listened back to it. It was mostly you, Tyler. You are a piece of garbage. No, but so this is something that resonates very deeply with us. And sure. And here's the thing. There's a lot of protests going on right now in Miami. SOS Cuba are written on on people's windshields. Yep, 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 There's yep. Cuban flags everywhere. You know, uh, Cuba Libre. And and the thing is, people are protesting on the Palmetto, Tyler. The Palmetto mm-hmm. is a very busy highway in a land of busy highways. Yes. So I have people coming in and talking to me and they're saying, look, would no one I'm Cuban or maybe they don't know that I'm Cuban. Look, I understand that they're having, a, a, you know, a rough time, but come on, this isn't the right way to do it. Saying lack of medicine, lack of food, lack of any of these things that you need to sustain life as being a dis, you know, as being inconvenienced yep. is pretty crazy. My question to you is how do you protest something like this while being convenient for everybody and still get listened to? I don't know what the right way to do it is. There's, I don't know if the Palmetto is right. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as the right way to do it. I, I will say that that doing it without violence is the way to do it. But in terms of doing it in a way where you'll be simultaneously listened to and not inconveniencing anyone. Sure. The whole point of a protest is in some form or another to inconvenience, whether it be the people. I mean, it's always directed at the people in power because when the Palmetto is backed up, the governor, the mayor, ever, all these people in power, the pressure is put on them. You have no like, choice hey, but to listen. Solve this. And my my question for you is, and we're getting oddly serious here at, in the middle of the show, but this is something that means a lot to us, obviously. Mm-hmm. In this world that's flying by so fast in this 24-hour news cycle where you can have a devastating scandal and everybody's forgot about it tomorrow because those guys who had apologized to Bill Cosby, how do you make people listen? How do you... There's... There's context to that. Go back and listen. There's context, okay? Not very good context. Terrible context. Even in context, it's not great. I'm sure we'll be arrested soon. How do you make people pay attention without doing something extreme? Um, yeah, the, the problem is with the word extreme, it doesn't really need to be that extreme in, in every situation, albeit the more extreme the situation, the more people pay attention. I, I'm asking you right now, how do you... I, I'm putting Look, you on the spot. No, and that's okay. And I know but it's you a, call yourself a Cuban. Let's go. I, I don't call myself a Cuban. I just, I just mentioned that Would I'm Cuban. You? I will say that, and I know this was a hot button topic. Look at Colin Kaepernick. What he did really wasn't extreme in the sense of his physical actions. Were, he hates the soldiers, <laughs> Tyler. It's pretty benign. Um, but that got people's attention. It got people angry. Very, very angry. I don't remember that. Were people on the other side of that one? Yeah, yeah. There were some people that weren't enjoying that so much. And I'm not even here to discuss. Just don't it, Tyler. <laughs> I'm not here to discuss the politics of that. I'm simply I saying. Am. I'm simply saying the difference between kneeling and bombing a, an embassy. Um, both of them get a lot of attention just in different ways. So what you're saying is Kaepernick should have bombed an embassy. Am I reading you correctly here? <laughs> I'm saying he would have gotten the same kind of attention is all I'm saying. All that I'm saying is that we need to have some 
empathy for these people? What if it was your family? I do understand when you're disconnected from somebody. It's hard for me to understand what's going on in South Africa. I've never been in that culture. I don't know the history of it. Mm -hmm. But I would like to afford people who are suffering through that kind of stuff the same compassion that I would extend to the people that I see on a daily basis. And and I'm trying to make that happen every single day. And I extend the invitation to you to do it as well. Well, and what you're seeing is, you know, when you see, let's go to the George, George Floyd protest. Never heard of it. These Ty. are people, you're lucky man, Ryan, a lot of pain in that story. There is um, people protesting across the country because of this person whom they've never met but that represents them in one way or another. It's like the Hunger Games. It represents something. Is is killed, whereas what you're seeing here in Miami, those are literally people's families. Yeah. The people that are protesting in Miami are directly related. Yeah. Those are yeah. their cousins, their uncles, their mothers, their fathers. Well, you know what? I just, in, in passing, said something about the Hunger Games. And if, for all those who don't know, it's young fan fiction that is pretty kick-ass. Well, and not it, fan fiction. That's something else. Fan fiction oh, is that's what? that's when they're fucking? <laughs> <laughs> that's when people write their own stuff. It's a novel. It's a series. It's a series. Forgive me. It's just fiction. And it's where the capital controls all the resources and they hand it out. They meet it out to the 12 districts and they are the evil empire, as it were. Correct. There's a lot of there's a lot of parallels between that and Cuba. Am I right? Absolutely. There Dude, you go. Star Wars, Hunger Games. You could go down the list and there's always this got to go out against the corporations, this entity that holds everybody down. And that way we'll be free. That is exactly like what's Businesses happening. Businesses are the only thing that'll save us, Tyler. <laughs> all right. All right. We've, Corporation all right. save us. All right, we, have, we have totally just dragged this into the mud. But it's yeah. something, it, very rarely do we talk about something that matters to us like that. Let's go party a little bit. This has been a little bit of a downer. Party. We lo Cuba, we love you. We'll be back as soon as we possibly can. Tyler, get on the airplane. Are you on the airplane? Let's do it. I'm going to push the same button. Yeah. Tyler, we're going to India, baby. Okay. We are going to India. And you know why? Why? Because I have recently gotten into the numbers, okay? I have tried to stay away from the numbers, but we're trying to take this thing a little bit more seriously, a little mm -hmm. bit more business-like, a little bit more studentile. Mm -hmm. And I have seen that India has given us huge support. Yeah. And I genuinely want to specifically say thank you to India. I don't know why you guys like bad humor so much, but we friggin' love you guys, man. We love your poor taste in entertainment. In podcasts, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I know this doesn't mean much, but in, 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 as a sign of thanks, as a sign of solidarity, we did an India episode not that long ago. I don't think it was labeled as the India episode, mm -hmm. but just as a thank you, as an homage, as it were. Especially for making it this far in the episode. For sure. And Tyler learned how to say homage in Indian. Go ahead, Tyler. No 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 no, 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 no. So I wanted to play no. the kickoff that I made for that episode just as a thank you. And I genuinely mean this. Love you, India. We really do. Seriously, I, to have support from around the world is a beautiful thing, and I, and I mean that as as genuinely as my narcissistic heart will allow. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tyler, I got to admit something to you. Okay, again with the admission, I have to tell you something, and I'm stop getting things off your chest. I'm nervous, Tyler. <laughs> I'm nervous. So let's just I'm going to admit to this, and then we're going to make we're going to take a break because I. I'm a little shaky on this. Okay. One. All right. If you okay. say so. I got, but I got to be me. That's the point of the show, Tyler. This doesn't concern me at all. No, not at all. I'm not worried. Tyler. You're worried. I have finally made time in my life because it's all about prioritizing. We only have a certain amount of time. You can't 3D print more time. Sure. Dr. Strange. Not yet. I finally made time in my life to immerse myself. And I'm using that verb correctly. To immerse myself in the KKK, Tyler. Right after the Cuba discussion, right after the Cuba discussion. I, I need something to take my mind off of it, Tyler. I Look, I know it can be scary at first, and you're just, you're being driven by the liberal media. If you really look into the ideology, if you look into the fundamentals, it just makes sense. Don't believe what you've heard about the KKK, Tyler. They are racists. What? The Ku Klux Klan. They That's are a bunch of hood wearing. Tyler. 
idiots. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm talking about the Kelly Kirby kindergarten piano method, Tyler. Of course you are. Tyler, it's, it's interactive. It's fun. It's a unique way to, to learn the piano, Tyler. That actually is a fun name. It, I mean, <laughs> unfortunate. What are you talking about? Uh, unfortunate initialism, though. Why I would you name myself in the KKK? And I'm I'm screaming it from the from the rooftops, Tyler. As Jimmy Eat World once said, make sure you make your initials something that you would want to put on a t-shirt. KKK, what's wrong with that? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you can sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys okay i think that somebody is breaking into my house and putting pubic hair into my bar of soap true crime is that true crime why would anyone do that i I don't get it you hate i'm looking at these hairs and i'm like i don't know these hairs true crime that That's is definitely true crime. That is not true crime. Whatever, you don't know what true crime is. <laughs> those guys, those guys, those guys. I wasn't recording on Audible. I'm sorry. Mother bleeper, bro. Sorry. What, what, what? How many red circles are there? There's so many. Two red circles. Okay. Tyler and I just had a whole great conversation about whether when, it wasn't you, that great. when you laughed and spit food out, whether or not you put it back in your mouth is my third time saying it we now. We talked about this so many times. We get it, Ryan. I just think that that's a, a relatable thing. Do you put your food back in your mouth? Uh, I guess it can be. We, I mean, as long as the gross people out there agree with us. We both said yes. Yeah. yeah Tyler. We're, we're gross. Have you ever heard of Miami? I've been there once or twice. We're from there, brother. And I wanted to start a little segment that shows everybody how different it is down here as opposed to your stupid little small town. Welcome to Miami. Now, the thing is with Miami is it is whimsical, it is beautiful, it's filled with drugs and crime, Tyler. You will see the hottest woman you've ever seen waiting at a bus stop and you're like, you can't find a ride, bro? What's Mm -hmm. going on with you? Mm -hmm. The per capita, well, I'm divulging into misogyny. Um, I've seen some handsome dudes with big packages at bus stops too. Is that fine for everybody? The the perfect taint per capita is just unlike anywhere else in the world. But women have the little tiny taint. Men, big old topographical map, Tyler. Different things. Uh, so what I'm doing this week, after giving you a little bonus about a hot woman at a bus stop, mm-hmm. I am going to initiate the idea that we've put our own little spin on the baby on board sticker. Tyler, are you familiar with the baby on board? Absolutely. It's a way for parents um, a, a st- basically to let all the pedophiles out there know <laughs> that they have a small child and easy target on board. Uh, you think it's follow this car to, to Domino's? They may not know that that's what it means, but that's what it means. I was wondering why you were following that dude. Now, here's my deal, Tyler. I don't know if this is just a Miami thing, but I live in Miami. This is where I've seen it. Have you seen this new little twist on Baby on Board? Have you seen Kids Up in This Bitch? No. No. I have now twice seen Kids Up in This Bitch. Miami, we hate you. Good God, Miami. Tyler, this has become one of those interactive segments where I've asked you 
to come up with an, a Miami-based observation, and I foist it upon you. So bend over and shoot it out. I don't know how you get that done, but no thank you. Uh, <laughs> I Ryan, can launch a ping pong ball a, a, a half mile, Tyler. <laughs> I won't even use my hands. Ryan, this week, I want to say welcome to Miami by pointing out the multiple people, multiple people within the last week who have sped up just to get in front of me in the right lane and uh, stop at the red light while I, with my uh, blinker on, cannot turn right. Uh, mi hermanos, mi hermanas, welcome, they're out there doing God's work, brother. Welcome to Miami, ladies and gentlemen. Slam on your brakes. Well done, Tyler. Well done. And anytime we can get the Gypsy Kings in there, I say we go for it. Really you know excellent. What I'm saying? Just fantastic. Now, we haven't discussed where to go here, Tyler. Um, what do you mean? We have, I have, I, I, I've kind of stopped doing a segment on the show. I, it's so weird that this show is about the show itself. I've stopped doing a segment on the show, but I actually have an old fashioned. Ryan did some research. A hand job? Boots on the ground. Well, no, not that old fashioned. Not a, <laughs> you can't get me excited uh, like that now, a, Ryan. Not a hand to Montana, Tyler. Uh, I'm talking about, I, I did an old school segment, which I haven't done in a long time. Talk to me. What do you got? Uh, all right, I'll do mine very quickly. It's not even a big giant thing. Uh, where this came from is something occurred to me and I decided to look it up. Is this true or am I just, you know, uh, is this just the illusion that I'm projecting as of right now? Okay. When I was young, text messaging was coming onto the scene, right? Sure. You remember all of that? Absolutely. I even remember the time when I was young that the text text messaging was blowing up. Sure. And it, it it actually was big in Asia first. And I remember reading a story on it. I'm like, this is the stupidest shit <laughs> I've ever seen. You want me to do school outside of school? Suck my dick. You pushed back on texting so hard for, for, years. The, for the longest time. For years. Yep. It, but you can't fight the fucking internet, bro. You can't. I'm sure my son has Googled sexy boobies a million times by now. Well, and also realizing that I don't have to commit to a phone call anymore. Now you could just text me your thought and call it a day. I'm glad that you've said that, Tyler. Because I'm doing a segment called, Is Texting Ruining Relationships, Tyler? Or is it saving them? Well, what's your, what's your initial take? What do you think about that? Before I even delve into this, this is an article from NBC News, so you know you can't trust it, by Maggie Mulqueen, who is a psychologist. Okay. Maggie Mulqueen? I already don't trust her. So. Queen of the moles, Ryan. Do you think this is entertaining radio, what you're doing right now? What are you doing? It's entertaining to me. Okay, good, good. And that's a, a podcast for one, Tyler. The loneliest number. Now, what's your initial take on is texting ruining relationships? Well, I think so much, uh, just like any other technology, uh, like, like, like so especially like social media and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it makes our interactions as human beings less personal. You know, sure. just, just like when the when the telephone was first invented. You mean I don't even have to see the person? Right, right. I can just call them from where I am? Holy shit. And so much is picked up in facial cues and body languages. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, made up stat here, but I remember reading something somewhere where 90% of communication has nothing to do with your words. It's very much tone and body language and, and micro expressions. Very much so. It's the, it's the stuff that's not said. And I wouldn't have guessed that the number is that high, but I do know we can review, we can review, but I do know, uh, or at least I'm 99.9% .9 sure that it is the majority sure. of the things you notice from somebody are the unspoken. Things. I remember it being exorbitant. We'll find out on next week's show. Mm -hmm. That's what we can review is we're going to find out together and we'll laugh at ourselves being dumb. And you get to laugh at us. Please don't. Now the re when I first started text messaging, it was fun, and I was much more of a narcissist. I know that's hard to believe at that time. Well, you had weaponized it. Yes, I had. Like anything, Tyler, I was addicted. It had become a video game for you. At now, I find myself feeling a lot more misunderstood via text. I don't like it as much anymore. I don't like communicating through text, especially when I'm meeting somebody. You mean when you're meeting somebody for the first time? Well, as I'm getting, I don't like getting to know somebody ah. via text. I don't feel like I could be myself. I completely understand. I, I like face to face, which is a, a huge change from before because I was a conniving little bastard, Tyler. Mm -hmm. So like you said, with text messaging, there is no way to intone meeting. There is no facial cues, all that stuff that I already said. The intention of the message is easily lost. And that's what led me to this idea in the first place. Okay. 
Also, what about this one? Typing onto your screen invites impulsive responses where you're seeing all these text messaging tough guys, you're reacting without hearing somebody's tone, you don't know how they meant it, and you explode back because ostensibly there are no repercussions. We're, we're seeing that pop its head up a lot, aren't we? Absolutely. A lot of that repressed anger that, that so many of us have, I would say the majority of us Always have. Always with the repressed anger with you, Tyler. Stop projecting. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, you know, and it's a way for very much like we were talking about earlier in the show. It is just another high yelling at people on the internet, getting angry about what this person did or what that person did or the politics, this or whatever. It's all a drug. It's meant to keep you high, baby. Outrage porn, Tyler mm -hmm. being more outraged than the other guy who's really outraged. I just feels right in my crotchal regions. Also, you don't see the pain or hurt on someone's face. You, you don't have to withstand the immediate repercussions that human communication for thousands of years, millions of years, billions. I'm not good at history. H hundreds of thousands. You also don't need to risk interruption or even take a breath. You can just unload, man. Absolutely. I wish you would stop using the term unload because you put such emphasis on the load part. But I think that it's, I, I cannot deny the convenience, but it almost seems like every single thing that's built to make life more convenient for us uh, kind of strips us of the thing that makes us human. It goes against our humanity. That's such an interesting, and I'm going to wrap this all up on basically what it is that you're saying, okay? Lying. Lying is also easier. Sure. You, it's so, when I was in that full-blown narcissist phase, Man, the text message was my main tool because I didn't have to, well, and alcohol, I didn't have to withstand that immediate blow that those morals that are baked into almost all of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So anyway, I understand that this is going on long, but at its root, texting is just lazy. A, a happy birthday text will never bring the same smile as a card or a phone call or stopping by. I mean, that goes without saying, right? Absolutely. And I mean, unless you don't want to see that person. Which is usually my strategy. But that goes into the same thing where you and I have talked about, where is achieving a goal in a video game synonymous with creating something with your own hands? Well, of course not. The digitalization of our connection with everything is, is really changing the way that we see the world. Absolutely. The problem, well, not the problem, the interesting thought process is, is what happens when technology becomes so advanced and we are not that far away with when it comes to haptic feedback, where when you feel something on a screen, you actually feel it yep. on your fingers. Yep. And uh, this technology is here, ladies and gentlemen, and the way, just like with virtual reality, as this stuff becomes more advanced, it's going to stop being less personal. It's going to become more personal. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm going to disagree with you so strongly there. I saw a robot today jump over a series of walls. Sure. And this whole thing needs to be stopped. Boston Dynamics or whatever's going on. That Terrorist organization. That evil empire. <laughs> somebody needs Biden. Get on it, brother. I need you over there right now. Listen, I'm sure the UN isn't doing anything right now. They need a binding resolution to shut them down. They need a Biden Biden resolution. <laughs> and now I'm going to wrap this all up right here. You already said that. Wrap it up, damn it. I lied about it, Tyler. Much like when I have sex. With more people using virtual assistants, online shopping, and other technology that stops us from having to communicate with other human beings, what we're seeing is texting is just another facet of that. Texting is not reading just grammar and spelling illiteracy, but more importantly, emotional illiteracy. That, I think, is why I feel it so deeply. I think that I sense, because I'm so deeply in tune with nature, Tyler, that I'm sensing that we're, we're losing out on our emotional intimacy, our emotional understanding, much like you're talking about, where people feel these feelings and they don't know how to ascertain what they actually are. They don't know how to tap into them because we're losing that ability. Very much so. It's like when we talk about a person who is put in um, uh, solitary confinement, parts of their brain begin to physically sure. shrink because it's not being used. Exactly and, right. and I don't know if it's a physical thing, but there's no reason not to believe that when we don't uh, engage each other emotionally, we start to lose that ability to, to gauge those things. And, and not only are you physiologically atrophying, you're also in your connections atrophying. And isn't that really what we all want is just connection is just to be accepted uh, to be absolutely part of, and we're working backwards i think and that's it i mean that's text messaging from this one article i read ruining our relationships <laughs> here, and, I, here. <laughs> and i had to scroll through a lot of them to find what i was looking for tyler like nope, nope i love these nope. nuanced conversations we liberal can have. media sign me up
<laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm gonna take a bite of my food. All right, well, then in that case, I'm just gonna jump right into good, bad, and the interesting, if that's all right with I'm, you. I'm low on energy, Tyler. I need you to take the reins or pull I, I, my hair or some shit. I've never seen you, well, they both mean the same thing. I have <laughs> never seen you take a bite of food in the middle of a of a episode. Man, we are just uh, crashing and burning during this episode, don't we? It's us and us, baby. We just don't even care at this point. All right, lunch. Now, Tyler's... Finish food, you Neanderthal. Really unprofessional. Good God, I, I, you're, I a, you're a barbarian. I don't know what made me think that that was appropriate. I am so sorry about that. Now, Tyler is not used to leading off because I have such deep-seated control issues that are right <laughs> on the surface. So Tyler needs to work on kicking off his segment. So yes. we're, we're making the, the audience part of it while I get garlic out from in between my teeth. Go ahead and take the reins, buddy. Well, Ryan, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm changing this segment up just a little bit, and I'm hoping that even if it's in a minimal sense, we can start to do some good out there. And you and I have discussed this many a time already. I never know if you're actually being serious. No, that, this so. one, I'm, this one, I'm being serious. Like I said, it's a it's a minimal change. Did you kick off GBI? We're doing it right now, but I'm letting the audience know about that change. Can you let me do it? This is why I take control. Of this is the though. control issues right here. All right, we're doing GBI. Here we go. For my good story, <laughs> I'm going to start finding stories slash causes that resonate with me, and I would like to start mentioning the links and other relevant information as to how you can give, okay. if, you, if you so choose. I like that. So I like that. We're going to be giving shout-outs. Okay, and here's what I'm going to say to you is, Tyler and I have been doing the show where we talk all the time about doing good and being good and getting better. And all that the show has ever really helped out has been us. And we really want to change that. That's just the backstory on that, so please continue. Well, gotta gotta help yourselves to help others, Ryan. Spend money to make money, Ryan. I don't know if you're I don't know if that's biblical, Tyler. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Look it up. Alright, Ryan. So as I said, let us jump right into our good. We Good news, everyone. Ryan, for this week's good story, I would like to talk about Elliot. Middleton, a South Carolina mechanic. I would call him, as I said, our hero of the week. But again, those bastards at last podcast on the left, I'm coming for you. Grow up, you losers. Anyway, Mr. Elliot seems like a pretty altruistic guy. His lawn, his, his huge lawn, South Carolina, lots of land out there. His, More like South Carolina, am I right? You're not wrong, Ryan. <laughs> his lawn is a graveyard of old cars which he fixes up and then gives to people in need, not charging them a cent for it. This guy's the hero of the month, Tyler. For sure, for sure. And he is a, um, CBS did a story on him last week and it has since blown up. He has been uh, given roughly $100,000 by multiple people across the nation. People have wanted to donate cars to him so they could give. Hey, we're doing that too. This is a good time to announce that we're also doing that. So. Uh, those guys you hate.com with your stipends. I really love how, and you can find us on Venmo if you want to send us some money <laughs> at those guys you hate. I think we advertise that perfectly. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I love how we're talking about doing good and I'm, now we're trying to like, like sham our, uh, it's our satire, audience. Tyler. It's satire. I think satire. Uh, so tell me, no, this, that really is awesome. And it's just a love of his. Uh, it's just something that he's doing for his community because Beautiful. in that area, it's so low income yeah. that there there isn't public transportation. There isn't even Uber. There isn't, there, Uber isn't even out there. That's how hard it is for people to get around. It's incredible. And so if you do want to give out, uh, if you do want to give to Mr. Elliot, it is donations at village, the number two, villagefoundations.org. Donations at village2villagefoundations.org. Well, and I think that that is, I think that there is something, again, like what we're talking about, I think that your body rewards you chemically. We've talked about this before with the pineal gland. Oh, excuse me, the pineal gland. Jeez, get where, it right, where man. Where your body gives you a dose of chemicals that, that are like gambling, that are like drugs, that are like whatever you're into. Absolutely. When you do something good, which is a hard thing to, do, to find, but as a show, we want more of that drug. I told you, I could get addicted to anything I want to get addicted to that. 
I like it. I like it very much. And you're absolutely right. This man is doing real good, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to give, support him. We are supporting him in like the most basic way possible. Yeah, I mean, we're probably hurting him somehow just by putting him on this show. <laughs> I'm not giving to that guy. Ew. All right, buddy. You ready to jump into our bad, Ryan? Let's get it, girl. Bad. Ryan, you know about the uh, the cold weather in Texas, right? From sure. The, from, <laughs> from this last winter, we've talked about it many times, right. where it was so bad, the energy uh, company could not keep up with the demand. It was too hot, and then it was too cold. Am I right no, about too that? Too cold, and now it's too hot. Okay, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, because there was like a, a, a snowstorm in like Houston or some shit. Am I right about a, that? A, a blizzard in yeah. Houston. Yeah, my, 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 my retention is not so great. No, that's okay. And it was a while ago and we've, we dabbled in talking about it. Well, you know, it takes a little bit for the numbers to come out and you got to, you know, whatever those mathematicians do. Sure. But it is said that the state's gas production profit in the wake of that disaster where people were dying because they could not get enough uh, energy to their homes to heat themselves, $11 billion in profit for the energy company. I'm gonna slow you down right there, Tyler. I'm gonna slow you down because here's the deal. Are you trying to tell me that for a certain amount of profit, businesses are willing to turn a blind eye to human suffering? I don't believe you. Check that. Check your magic box again, Tyler. We can review. Uh, you're reading the wrong thing. Definitely don't go look up whether Chevy decided it was more cost effective to pay out dead people or fix the problem and paid out the dead people, Tyler. Let's not get into that because that's not real. Are you done? We can review. <laughs> get somebody from Chevy on the line. I want to talk to him. Make a chase. Or her. ERCOT is the name of the company that is the Texas electric grid. They are not part of the countrywide continental states electric grid. Okay. So they are speaking to your mic. I, I, <laughs> I was like three feet ahead of my mic and I just said, yeah, Tyler, like we're chatting it on the corner. Yeah. And, uh, and so these people made $11 billion in profits while people died. Well, let me just say you and I were just standing outside. We were talking about the floods in Germany. We were talking about how the world is coming to uh, just a screeching halt. Yep. And we are standing on its throat. We have now put money, which is a thing we made up, over our ability to sustain over a long period of time. I'm worried about my son's generation of the earth still being here when he has kids. Well, the earth will be here. It's whether he will be a, here. A sustainable still. earth. Yeah. Exactly right. Yep. Because this cholesterol is way up there, man. He's 13. That's, I agree, Tyler. That's not good. That is not good. Ryan, for the love of God, let's just go into our interesting. Take me. Oh, I'm going to have to drop that in. You still suck at the sounds, Tyler. I really do. Thanks for the support, Ryan. Ryan, California has enacted a new plan statewide, which has only been done at the local level in certain cities across the U.S. They have begun a... $35 million plan for the nation's first state-funded guaranteed income program. Okay. And where is this transpiring? Forgive me. Ca California. The state okay. of California is doing it as a, so, so, an experiment. Okay. So it's almost like Wall Street, but you can't lose. Is that the deal? No, what? no. It's not even Wall Street. It's California. Right now, select people, select towns, select cities in the state of California. But this is the first state approved program as i said it was normally just done in towns well, how, do, how does it how does the system work basically they pick specific people right now they're wondering if it'll work on a mass scale we'll do it. uh and they just send you depending on who you are and your income 500 to 1000 dollars every month okay <laughs> and then what happens and then the people receive that money and use it for themselves which again stimulates the economy you're giving people money to, again, go into the economy and spend it, and thus creating the cycle of dollars. And then they have little baby children of their own. That's right. That's uh, you right. know what the thing is? Money's not real. I, I don't know how many times you're going to make me say this. It Nobody's making you say it, Ryan. Wait, wait, Nobody's making you say it. When the banking system collapsed and everybody went into the hole, where did we get all that money from to save ourselves? They just made it. The banks gave it to themselves. Well, it is very interesting. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
I just realized. Follow the dollar, I Ryan. Just, trickle down. I, I just realized as I was screaming. But 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 what I'm saying, I believe, is true. But that's what it is. It's and I don't think it's as simple as oh, we need money, go print it, because then you're depreciating the value of the dollar. That's right. Which is happening, that's of course. Right. But I, what I'm saying is, is that it is interesting that when the banks go down, when the airlines go down, they always seem to find the billions of dollars needed to give to these already billionaires. They all, the only people who ever go broke are broke people. Yes. Rich people don't ever go broke. Luckily, they have those tax breaks to keep them supported where they need to be. Hence the capitalist society. That's the whole thing. When I see people that we know arguing on behalf of a capitalist society, it's like, dude, you are not a capitalist. You do not buy and sell in capital. Those are the wealthy people. Yeah. You are a cog. We're, we're, we're the peons. I mean, I mean, if that. Lucky I'm into it. And I know that's depressing as shit, but we are. I am excited to see where this program goes because, again, I cannot stress this enough. This is the first statewide approved program. It's never been done in a state before. And, of course, that hippy-dippy liberal California has got to be the one to do it. But it will, I, it will be interesting to see where this goes. And I think I speak for both of the Menendez brothers when I say... Send us that cash, baby. I will sign up. I don't Send care. Send us that cash. I will eat literal food stamps. The actual paper. I don't give a damn. I'm tired of working. <laughs> I mean, I figured you'd be tired of eating the exact same thing every single day. You I will, I will, healthy bastard. I know. it makes It's so sad. Everybody talks shit to me. They're jealous. <laughs> I mean, I'm a jealous a little bit. Uh, and Ryan, that is this week's Good, Bad, and the Interesting. Tyler, after a little bit of magic of editing, it's going to sound like you did a great job there, man. Thank you, buddy. Really, really impressive, probably at the end. But you know, you understand uh, to a certain degree, now that I'm an expert on it, how that will work, right? So instead of corporations, these billionaires fun, uh, siphoning all this money, it's now, hey, we're just going to send money to people. We're just going to send money to uh, people Tyler, that I, don't have a lot of it. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. Well, Bill Cosby's out of jail. Nobody gives a shit about anything. Epstein didn't kill himself. They do whatever they want. They do whatever they want. You you are 100% correct about everything you just said. Man, and, I've, have, and I've never said that to you ever. We, we, uh, we've, got, we've really gone into a conspiracy edition here. F well, what's a they're real. What, well, I was going to say, what's a conspiracy? That's totally true. Okay. I, I, I'm glad that we're talking about conspiracy because I've, man, what a segue. What a segue. We need a sounder for something like that. There is something out there. I'm not ready for that, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, there is something out there that we have been trying to get rid of as a society. Cockroaches. And I just don't get it. I'm not 100% sure why. As a society. Um, lepers? I'm not asking for you to guess, Tyler. I, you didn't ask for me to guess. I just wanted to. I feel like people don't understand it, and they're rushing to eradicate something that's actually quite beautiful. And I'm being serious. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. being serious. Sure. And it's not going to be a popular stance, but I just want to get this off my chest. AIDS. I, I know. I know it's not popular. I get it. But if you look at it from the right angle, AIDS can be beautiful, Tyler. I'm sorry, what? AIDS can be beautiful. If, you're, if you take away all your preconceived notions, it could be considered doing society a service. It's doing God's work, Tyler. What, like taking out the unmentionables? Killing what? off the people that don't deserve to live. Is that what you're talking about? What? AIDS. What? AIDS. The disease that destroys your immune system what? and wipes people out. Tyler, no. I'm talking about the ambulance company started by Jane Warman in 1955, bro. That, that acronym, Attitude, Integrity, Dependability, and Service. That is a terrible. Oh, in the 50s. Yeah, there Those was are no great qualities for an ambulance line, Tyler. There was no AIDS back then, the disease. So. It's, it's funny you say that because here it says that in 1985, they had to change their name. I, I didn't have a chance to look up what happened. I, that doesn't seem fair, though. <laughs> they had it first. I, I believe the AIDS epidemic started in the 70s, I want to say. So, yeah, they really took a while for them to get I, on Tyler, it. Tyler, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe it was the 80s. I just want to reach out to Joan Warman and say, I'm sorry that you had your thing taken away. It just doesn't seem right. AIDS is beautiful. Tyler, you're a sick man. Tell them, tell these sick fucks that have made it this far. Tell them how to get in touch with us, bro. Well, please, guys, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Click all the buttons. Subscribe to all the subscriptions. We have a place where you could sign up where we could love AIDS together. 
Uh, please, again, thoseguysyouhate.com. Click the buttons, like, subscribe. We really need your subscriptions. We need your likes. We need your love because we cannot produce it ourselves. Deep, deep hole. Much like helium. <laughs> okay. We're running out of the natural resource that we need you okay. to provide. All right, all right. Just enough, Do you get the analogy enough right? Enough arbitrary facts, please. I am out of gas. Get it? All right, Tyler. Helium's a gas. What's the moral of the story? But great job. Hey, great job this week. We both are hanging on a, a wing and a prayer, if that's a thing. You came in here, you mushed it. I, I love it. Great job this week. Thank you. What's the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story, guys, is it does not cost that much to give back. You don't even need to spend money in so many cases. Even just being kind is a way of giving back to the community. Love don't cost a thing. <laughs> I can't believe you were able to say that without actually sing-songing it, because that is that was like a superpower, what you just did. What? what the, is there a song that says that? <laughs> Yeah, and so, and I know I sound like some some asshole coming on from on high, but this is I'm talking to myself as much as anybody else. Just remember to be kind, even in the face of anger, even in the face of somebody being a dick. Um, it doesn't cost anything to just be nice, you know. Right, Ryan. What's the moral of the story? Don't let failure stop you if you know that something is right just because you didn't do it yesterday or last week or last month or last year doesn't mean that you can't start doing it again today you are your biggest critic and you are your greatest fan and we are right behind that we love you you pieces of shit so much and please remember tyler is a long boy oh boy he is a long dong and long boy please stop we are those long boys be kind or we'll kill you Red circle. Red circle again. This thing just keeps growing like a like a Leviathan, just amassing power by sucking up beluga whales, Tyler. Uh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I found You're thinking the same thing? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, weird. it's just weird how we're right here. We finish each other's sandwiches or whatever. Abs well, you gotta let me say sandwiches. Sandwiches. Uh, All right, Tyler. You know I'm constantly trying to branch out because this podcasting money, while being incredible. Just not enough. Yeah. Just not enough to support my, you know, beluga whale again. I'm it's, doing another it, beluga whale joke. Here it goes. Ready? I don't want to do it. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just saying it's the lavish lifestyles that we lead. You know, sure. it's just we need more income because we just find ourselves spending money on just, I mean, Ryan got a penis fluffer the other day. That's I exactly mean, right. I mean, he has somebody getting him ready to masturbate. It's the strangest thing. And I got to tell you, John has such delicate hands. We love you, John. Now, I also had the thing where I wanted to get into some sort of fitness. Uh, those thighs you hate, I'm mm -hmm. sure you remember uh, I love my thighs. So do I, Tyler. Uh, Weird. But how about this? We should get into the legal defense. I think that we need to. I believe that there is an underserved portion of society. And I think that we could get in there. I, I honestly think that we could help people out. I'm serious. You mean in terms of those thighs you hate? No, no. I'm talking about this is a whole new plan. This is a whole new. I don't want to call it a get rich quick scheme. It's a get rich quick plan brilliant plan yeah okay yeah, absolutely absolutely we represent divorced guys versus only fans okay because only fans has done some serious damage in a lot of people's lives how so uh all of a sudden your wife is like hey you know quarantines come around i'm gonna help us make a couple little bucks i'm gonna drop that thing uh -huh. i'm gonna pop that coochie more power to I'm her baby it up more power to her okay more power to her mm -hmm. too until like a like a like a bartender at a strip club finally she's like i could do bigger and better things i'm gonna flaunt these nipples and all of a sudden now you've lost your wife to the internet tyler why are you immediately assuming they've lost their wife to the internet this happened to somebody that we know tyler oh uh, remember the person that i told you i was going to tell a story about this is said story and this is about said person i am now sad it is super sad and i'm worried about this person's well-being oh. yeah that's right
You, That's right. You poor man and or woman. Thank you. Oh. Somewhere in between, you don't. You really don't know. You can never know. And this person has reached out to me, and there's a bit of levity to it. Okay. Well, that's good. That's, that's the way that this person deals with stuff, but there's also some real pain. I mean, of course. Of course. Which pain. is hilarious. I was going to say pain makes everybody react differently, but it's still pain. Uh, we, we find a lot of catharsis in, in making jokes. I don't. We, oh, I just want people to like me. <laughs> I can't even spell catharsis. So what do you think about that? I bet you if we look into it, I bet you these mother bleepers are everywhere. Fuck you, OnlyFans. Stop tearing up families on both sides. But if you want to sponsor us, I will completely change my opinion. It is a capitalist society, and we, uh, you know, they're, they're making the, the almighty dollar in an honest way. And that was my only plan, Tyler. I don't know what you think about Boo. that. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Boo. All right. Now, there's another thing that I want to talk here about the pregame that we do before the show, but we put at the end of the show just to keep you guys guessing. All right. It's the same reason I don't use my turn signal, Tyler. I don't want anybody to know what I'm thinking. You're a dick. That is also correct. I want to talk about mm -hmm. the other night we play a little game at family dinner called Round Table, which is a pool game that only involves the cue ball and the black ball. There are no cues involved. You're throwing the ball with your hands. Yep. A lot of fun. Maybe more fun than pool. What's your take on that? Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree because it's it's obviously a communal game where pool. It's like the difference between solitaire and uh, strip solitaire poker. <laughs> there is no such thing as strip solitaire. If I played it. It's real, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it is a lot more communal. You can do a little grab ass while you guys are playing. It's a good time. And uh, always with the grab. Ass. Always with the grab ass. <laughs> Pat's like, knock it off. I want to talk about how. Whenever I get a point, it works like horse. If you get a point, it's bad. Uh -huh. Okay. Everybody cheers. People inherently root against me. We were discussing it the night of. What's the deal with? <clears throat> Yay. We need a sounder for it's that. A, yeah, it's me having my balls drop. Um, so proud of you. People my whole life have inherently cheered against me, Tyler. The way that everybody sees me at work and they say, where's the favorite brother talking about you? Mm. People inherently want to see me get my comeuppance. What's the deal with that? Uh, your behavior, body of work, life's lifetime achievement awards. <laughs> Look at me when you insult me, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm trying to get everything situated. That's what pregame is Save for. Save the time for that, Tyler. I'm just saying, you want me to just delve into that a rickety bridge that is your morals and and thought processes. Rickety, you got some explaining to do. Is it my behavior? Is that what it is? Well, you your brand of humor, and I got a little bit of this, but you are the Mike Tyson of this style of humor. Is you Sweet. like you like? <laughs> I ain't fucking with him. Sorry, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you like to poke. You I'm like a to, poker. You like to poke the bear. I'm you're, a poker. you're in a room filled with bears, and I don't mean that time you went to a gay club. I mean you were in a room filled with bears, and you like to just walk around and tug on each of their tails in unison. Like and a, then you like wonder, a German commercial. And then you get wonder. What, I don't remember them tugging tails, man. I just remember them grabbing the the toilet paper as if it was like made out of like nylon or something, and they were just running it back and forth like a shoelace they between could, the cheeks. They could pull for days. Uh, I, it is. You, you know what it is? You tug the tail of everybody you walk by. I'm uncomfortable. So I want for you to be uncomfortable. So we're uh, simpatico. You know what I mean? So we're on the same plane. See, the um, the the problem is, is that the majority of people out there, I would say, are already uncomfortable. There's a lot Not of enough. There's a lot of eccentricities and insecurities out there. And you are simply uh, making it worse. I, every single one of my relationships is some sort of a social experiment. And they've all blown up in my face. You're Pavlov with those dogs, man. You're you're a sick bastard. That's exactly right, man. Like Quasimodo. Um, let's do this, bitch. Man, that girl in that cartoon was so sexy. Esmeralda. I'd be a hump front. She looked like she had a happy trail. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with a nice little happy trail. Oh, no, there's really? nothing wrong with that. I don't know. Wait a minute. Hold a on. A light happy hold trail. Hold on a second. Hold on. Well, you are a light. I guess you and I may have different perspectives on this. Sure. Uh, a woman, you like facial hair. I don't like facial hair. Well, I know? mean, how do I know that I'm sitting on your face unless I get rug burn, Tyler? Uh, you, you don't mind a woman 
Because a guy, of course, is going to have some form of a happy trail. Sure. You don't mind a woman with a light happy trail. Now, what is lighter? You bring it in those Home Depot, you know, color panels. Like, how do you know what is appropriate? Uh, no, it's not the matter of the color of them. It's I'm good with any color whatsoever. It's just how much you let it grow. Can they be curly? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we can do the show.